What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Summer is almost here and I'm so excited to go on vacation with my kids next month. We love going anywhere warm with the beach. I always make packing harder than it needs to be, but this year I'm doing all of my summer shopping at Macy's. I can find everything I need from bathing suits, sandals, summer dresses, shorts, even towels and sunscreen at Macy's. Whether you're packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has what you need. You can shop top brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Wind Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hi, girls. Hi. 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 <laughs> okay. I, mean, I have things I have to say. There's a lot of things <laughs> to say. A lot of things. There's a lot of things. Uh-huh. <laughs> Where would you like to start? Mm, let's start with the Toms. Oh, Ooh. the Toms. Okay. The Toms. Double Tom. Double Tom. Because the apologies that the apologies have come out. Tom <laughs> Sandoval. You guys, I'm like invested in a show that I've never watched before. <laughs> I literally don't even know what these people look like, but I'm now invested. I do now. And you know what? I just want to I want to pause there and say that if you've been invested since the very beginning of this show, I am by no means like I'm not a bandwagoner. I just, because of the topics discussed, feel a little more informed. And mm-hmm. so now I'm a little more invested because they're getting a little defensive. <laughs> the people that have been like, that have given their lives to the show and are getting a little defensive. Like, yeah. 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 That's like, okay. Would you like me? Oh, Jackie just said, who broke it down. By the way, a lot of people were like, thanks for breaking it down because we had no idea either. It was intense. Jackie broke it down for us and she just said, we welcome bandwagoners. No, <laughs> well, it sounds you like know. you're one of the good ones, Jackie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So would you like to, That's would you a, like for me to read Tom Sandoval's apology? Did we not already hear his? Well, all he did was say about his the, the shorts and Schwarzenegger. Sandy and Sandy bar. And this is where we get off the bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> and we've hopped off. Okay. So he did another apology? He did another apology. Oh my. He needed to. Because well, because he didn't mention was, Ariana. I know. That first one was a, not even an to apology. To read or not to read? That's the question. It looks to wrong. read. <laughs> Copy that. I want to first and foremost apologize to everyone I've hurt through this process. Most of all, I want to apologize to Ariana. I made mistakes. I was selfish mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and made reckless decisions that hurt somebody I love. No one deserves to feel that pain so traumatically and publicly. Amen. Copy that. Amen. I can only imagine how devastating this has been for Ariana and everyone around us. I feel horrible about that. My biggest regret is that I dishonored Ariana. I never meant to disappoint so many people, including our loving families and friends. My love, my love for Ariana was stronger than any camera could have ever captured. Some of our big best times together were never filmed. The, the same goes for some of our biggest struggles. I wish things happened in a different order and our relationship was not severely tarnished and that it ended with the same respect with, uh, with for her that it began with. I owed Ariana better. I am beyond sad that it ended the way that it did. The, the choices I made hurt so many people. I acted in a way that clashes with who... And how I want to be. I will continue to reflect and work on myself. I have work to do. I always have. And I always will. I wish that was the first apology. I agree with that. It's a little cheapened to me that we came out with the Sandy Bar or whatever it was thing (laughs) first. I, I agree with that. But then I also think, well, he needed to take a second with it. 
to really sit with how, because I just don't think. I'm glad he did take a second. I just wish he would have maybe mentioned something like I have to formulate my thoughts around publicly apologizing to Ariana. In the meantime, please don't let my servers go broke because you don't want to like that would have been. Well, but here's the here's the thing. And I'm going to call myself out like my 20s cheating Jana. They're cheaters are selfish. Bottom line, I was selfish when I cheated. I was selfish. Sure. So they don't really care. They're not going to go to the person that they hurt because that's not their main concern. What was his main concern at the time? His bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it definitely is his main concern. You know, I said last week, and I don't think it's a popular opinion, I don't like these public apologies, period. I don't like them. I don't think, and I'm very unpopular. I realize that. But to me, none of it ever sounds sincere. You're saying it for a millions of people. You're not saying it for the person you hurt. And that's just where I never can take them fully seriously for what they are. Plus, I think we all know too much on the back end yeah. on like this industry side where we know that a lot of those apologies aren't written yeah. by the people that re- that post them. They're anyways. just doing it, trying to protect themselves. And that, that just I don't I don't I don't like them. They're not my they're not my thing. Devil's advocate. Like if it was someone close to you that was in the public eye. I'd want an apology publicly. Wouldn't you be like, where's the apology? Because you're there. They've opened their lives, right? Like the Kardashians, every people that do the, the reality shows, you open your lives up for people to be in your life. Essentially, you know, I mean, you open yourself yeah. up in here. Yeah. You, Kristen, you open your, so people feel like they have a right to kind of dissect or whatever. Wouldn't you want to them to, or if that if someone did that for then you to go, I feel deserve, like I, I should get like, I'm and sorry. Yes. But I almost think that they deserve a sorry that's from him or her to them, to the people that were watching, to the people that were invested. I'm sorry to you. That mm. seems sincere to uh, me. I see what you're saying. Okay. And if you want to mention, and yes, there are things I'm dealing with the people that I hurt or whatever, but if I'm that person that's hurt and I see a public apology, but I'm not getting that personally, F that. I don't want your public apology. I want you to be sincere and talk to me for real about what really happened, you mm-hmm. know? And so it just seems so, I don't know. It just seems so like it's something you have to do now. I and, ironically am right in between both of you. Yeah. I mean, and, and I hear y'all like, I, I mean, I'm glad he did that at the same time, especially after the first one. But it's just like, you don't know. I mean, you know, is he really sorry? Is he really saying sorry to her? Who knows? I don't know. Would you like to hear Raquel's apology? oh yeah okay i feel so in the know there's no excuse i am not a victim and i must own my actions and i deeply regret hurting ariana i want to apologize for my actions and my choices foremost to ariana and to my friends and the fans like you just said so invested in our relationships there is no excuse i'm not a victim and i must own my actions deeply regret ariana I am reflecting on my choices, speaking to a counselor, and I'm learning things about myself, such as patterns of codependency and addiction to being and feeling loved. Um, I have sought emotional validation through intimate connections that are not healthy without regard for my own well-being, sometimes negatively affecting others and often prioritizing the intimate connection over my friendships. I'm taking steps to understand my behavior and make healthier choices. Uh, This is called love addiction is what this is. She says that. Or did you say that? I'm saying that because she didn't say this that, but that is no. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. But yeah. th- that is the definition of a love addict. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like talking to account, like all the things around it, because I've begun counseling to end my unhealthy behavioral cycle, learn to set stronger emotion. I mean, but this is, and I was talking to um, another friend who is a love addict and she was saying, you know, this is, I mean, that's, mm-hmm. she's basically saying she's a love addict without saying she's a love addict. So just your thoughts on that. Catherine? I, I like hers better. Hers doesn't bother me as much. I don't know I think why. there's a lot of ownership in there's hers. There's a lot of ownership and it doesn't feel like she is forcing herself to apologize to these people. You know what I mean? It's just taking ownership, what she's doing, apologize to the fans, you know, I don't know. I, I like hers better. What do you think about the addiction piece of it? Oh, I think that there's definitely truth. I don't know anything about her, but I think there's definitely truth to love addiction. Okay, but correct me if I'm wrong. Did you believe or not believe in sex addiction? I don't know. 
I truly don't know. So what would then be the difference between a love addiction and a sex addiction? Well, we, we but like, really, truly, because yeah, like, that's, think- it's blaming the same thing, right? So she's basically saying, I did this because of my need to feel loved, wanted, valued, and whatever. Sex addiction is the same thing. You just have, you know. But you, you commit the act. Well, she, I mean, she did both. Right. And I don't know that much about love addiction. Like, I love don't Love addiction know. is basically, I mean, almost, I'm again, I'm going to not, I'm not a therapist here, but from the what studies that I've, or not studies, but all the things that I've gone through with the past, sex addiction, there is the love addiction piece in there because it's that filling that void. And then they take it basically the step further with this, the sexual part of it. A validation uh, addiction. To extreme levels. Right, right, right. Yes. Whereas right. a love addict might just have an affair. A sex addict is calling prostitutes. And right, right, c- right. Can be, yeah. you know, or can be porn or whatever it is, but yeah. to unhealthy. I mean, I, to answer your question, I still don't fully know how I feel about the sex addiction piece. I think there were times I believed it. There were times I felt like it felt like an excuse. Um, but can that be any addiction? Sure. I mean, I, there's times you can be an alcoholic, but that's an excuse, you know? So I, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's a hard question. Cause I, tr- I truly do not know whether I, how I feel about sex addiction. I mean, obviously it's a, tr- a real thing. But I mean, really you could put this in under the category, right? Of a love addiction too. I mean, love, it's a, p- saying, okay, well, I'm a love addict mm-hmm. and to put the blame there. Sure. But wouldn't we all say, no, no, I'm not going to categorize all of us in there, but I know 20s Jana was a love addict. Oh, 20s Kristen is a love addict. I mean, even, you know, early 30s Jana, love addict, you know, where it's like, it's wanting to feel loved and validated and hurting people along the way. And so it wasn't an excuse. That's just the pattern. Mm. And that's the addiction. Right. Yeah. Along the way. And that's the unfortunate the addiction so it's like there's that's just the name for it right where as some would be just called a cheater like basically when i was talking to you know the conversation was actually with rachel you could tell she's like we should talk about love addiction because you know when she was labeled the cheater she's like i was going through things you know emotionally that like to feel validated and loved and yes it sucks that it was broke up a marriage but Mm -hmm. you know we all have unhealthy we can we can all have unhealthy patterns and that's just that wasn't you know no 100 percent. yeah absolutely how do you feel kristen okay but you're a little quiet there with your little baby well i just have a <laughs> my little baby is not getting so little anymore <laughs> i feel like i have swallowed a whole human <laughs> struggling that's why i sit back here like this tiny person um i just i appreciate the ownership because i think sometimes the title of addiction is sometimes hmm, I have to be careful because people love. But she also didn't say that. Though. She didn't say that. So no, that's no, no, why no, I, I know. Yeah. Yes. I'm just talking in our outside of her. Yes. Absolutely. I appreciated her ownership. That would yes. be like a sentence, period. I feel like. <laughs> well, Copy that. Yeah. Copy that. Copy. <laughs> Copy that. Um, I just, I have a hard time when people maybe use that as an excuse or hide behind something without the ownership piece. So I appreciated the reversal of it, if you will. Right, like not saying I'm a love addict. Yeah, just yes. saying like, this Agreed. is the stuff yeah. that I need to work on. Absolutely. This is not okay. And I feel responsible for it. And I agree. I just want to say again, I don't envy anyone making, I don't know how old she is, but she doesn't look super old. I, I saw her picture for the first time today. Jackie will let us know in about two seconds. <laughs> Jackie's like chat. her birthday is. <laughs> She's a Gemini that likes long walks on the beach. Um, I just can, I just. 28, there you go. Twenty eight. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, then, yes. Yeah. I mean, if <laughs> yeah. you guys looked oh, back, she's if, a baby. if we got back in the hot tub time machine, you saw this, Kristen, thirteen years ago. Holy mackerel! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at twenty five, I thought it was a good idea to do road rules. So let's just start there. I mean, that there's a lot of growth to lot. be had sure. there. So yeah. I don't envy someone. It's a very mature response for someone who has to live, and she's chosen to. And I get that, but imagine making all your mistakes so publicly and mm-hmm. then being like with like the world we, we have to today that time you know it's like you're yeah. so young and you're making mistakes for the whole world to see and like you're learning from them while everybody else is seeing them that's yeah tough. yeah and, and I, you're at an age where you think it's a good idea right mm-hmm. and know. i think if we i remember doing this test with my friend brianne who's a sex and love addict and she's we made people because we were pitching the show about love addiction and 
we made people take the test if you're a love addict. And like, there's like nine out of 10 people scored like that they were a love addict because it's, that. we all want to yeah. feel loved and worthy and chosen. And unfortunately it can go past a point where it's harmful and there could be relationships, but also there's that piece where it's like, you don't even realize who you're hurting in those moments. Like, I can look back and go, God, like that was so shitty of me. But I, I was so in, um, in my own world of like wanting to feel validated that I didn't even think about the other person. Right. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. Going back to what you were saying earlier, like, Yes, I believe you can be addicted to anything. Um, so to take away that sex addiction thing, it's not that I don't think it's a real thing. I absolutely think you can be addicted to anything. I am probably addicted to Diet Coke. Like you can literally <laughs> yeah. be addicted to anything. I just think we can also hide behind it, like you said. Right, right, right. You know, and, mm -hmm. and, and maybe part of hiding behind it is not realizing who you're hurting in the process. And maybe it does take therapy or learning to really not – you know, see past that point. I don't know. I haven't been in that position, but. Well, if you let it consume and you, and you go, well, I'm just, a, I'm just a sex addict or I'm just a love addict. Right. This is just what we do. Well, that's, that's, the, that's the piece yeah. where mm -hmm. it's like you have, you don't even want to change. Yeah. It's like, I think I look at like my ex and people like they, they genuinely want to change. Mm -hmm. It's just hard. Sure. You know, and it's like, I, you know, in the past too, like have to catch yourself to be like, okay, you don't like that version. Don't go back to like, to the response that you would want to go to because you want someone to like you or yeah. you want someone to choose or you want someone to like mm -hmm. show you that like you're, you know, that you're worthy or whatever. So it's like having to choose the right way is hard, but you're acknowledging and that's the people that just fall back on it. That's the thing. Like you can go, okay, I might be addicted to X, but you don't let it just go. Well, screw it. Yeah. I'm just going to keep drinking it and mm -hmm. not give a flying F. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do really love my Diet Coke, but I do kind of get them back. I really – To like half a one a day. I'm doing good. I thought you were like 
I thought you were at zero day. Yeah. You kind of. Oh, no, I cut it mm, out for like. Mm-hmm. She's back. When? What do they call this? Relapse. <laughs> but when was I to zero? I thought you were at zero. No. Never. When? Did we not just travel together a month ago? Listen, was I, I was zero? so busy having seven lunches. Yeah, I wasn't I was sure what you were at zero. <laughs> no, I actually cut it out for like a month one time. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. a pound. This was like a year ago. Oh, really? And I was like, screw this. <laughs> so you did it to lose weight or? I was curious. Oh. I was definitely curious to see if I would lose weight because a lot of people told me, I bet you'd lose weight if you cut out Diet Coke. And I was like, okay, I'll try it. And then I didn't lose anything. Well, it's because it's like it's fake sugar. So it's like there's a debate there. Did you notice? So now I would like to challenge you to doing it to see how much bloat you have verse not weight, but bloat. Inflammation. I mean, my bloat's gone down so much with all like those things that uh-huh. Pam has me on. <laughs> I'd be interested to see. But no. Our girlfriend Pam has us on the plexus plan. <laughs> yeah. But having said that, um, at home, I do one a day. When I travel, it ends up being more sometimes. Okay. I have to one. Do you like get Y'all the shakes? Y'all judging I, the crap out of I me. I hate it. I just hate it. It's not good for your body at all. None of it is okay. good for your body. Well, I just need to say that because I actually value you and I love know. you and I care about your health yeah. and your organs. I do. So it would be a really not a good friend if I was like, good for you, honey. Now, all that being said, get your Botox. It's my happy spot. Inject exactly. yourself. <laughs> Thank you. It's my happy Guys, spot. So I want to know. Your forehead doesn't well, You move. know, what I like to do no, is okay. just call myself out before anybody it. else can. So. It's fine. It's fine. <sighs> I'm happy with myself. Anyway, moving on. I'm happy with myself. I love myself and my Diet Coke. Cheers. I mean, I'd rather you drink a Coke instead of Diet. Oh, no, not me. I mean, then, then you'd actually. As a wife of a Pepsi yeah. artist, I'd rather you drink a Pepsi. <laughs> They're terrible. <laughs> too soon. Oh, too soon. I should have said that. It's, I don't love Pepsi. Anywho. <laughs> Is anyone watching okay. a Bachelor season? Nope. Do you know, fun fact, I've never watched an episode of any of that. Oh, I think my friend Christina's on that. <laughs> and your friend's on that. I don't know. I think they're down to the final four. I don't Christina think there's Mandrell? any. Christina Mandrell? Uh, Christine, I have no idea. Mandrell? I don't. I don't watch it. I just saw a thing earlier about how he wasn't going to sleep with anyone. Oh, I did wow. see that. Do we believe that? Kind of. Great. You know, I'm all for it. Not sleeping. Well, especially in that situation. I don't know. I just feel like this is not a debate. I should <laughs> for get me, in right I now. would say especially, especially in that situation. That's why I said. That's why I said. What else am I getting out of this? <laughs> and uh, the difference between me and Janet Kramer. Do you well, guys know that I had a really big development in therapy yesterday that would kind of loop into this a tiny bit? That okay. I, well, this may not be a newsflash to anyone else, but I don't trust men. Okay. okay. That's a big, <laughs> that's big. Um, I don't fully trust men and I don't super trust a lot of people in general. Amy pointed out. I could see that. So with that, if I was on a show like The Bachelor, I would be like iron gated yeah. below the belt. Same. Nobody's getting in. Absolutely. Because you're all a bunch of scumbags. Yep. Okay. But I don't believe that. What, that they're scumbags? No, that you would actually do that. Oh, I do. You guys, everybody made out with somebody on Road Rules, and I didn't. Bible. <laughs> She's like, but I gave a good. <laughs> nope. Oh, we all know I don't like to give those. And Speaking of that, I'm on pelvic rest, so I had to retire my old ways. Why well, is it? Can I ask a question? I only if I can <laughs> defer and not answer. Is it because of your dad? Of course. Uh huh. It was a real, we had a real breakthrough yesterday. You know, it's interesting because I think p- people have a lot of opinions about therapy and I've been going to this grief and trauma therapist that Jana suggested right after I lost like five people in 11 months and one of them was my dad. So that's the speed dating version of it. And I was like, yeah, and I've been going to therapy since I was 27. So this isn't new to me. And we kind of just hit this little patch. I felt like where I was like, oh, okay. And she kind of put me on graduation and was like, you can come whenever you'd like. And I was like, okay. And I was feeling really good. And then yesterday I was in there and I was feisty. So I don't get super, I get more emotional when I'm pregnant for sure, but I don't get irrational. I feel like I get really clear Mm. and I just, it becomes very black and white and very decisive. 
And I was in there. <laughs> I came in with both my heartbeats yesterday and all my decisiveness. And I was like, da, 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 da. and she was like, <laughs> okay. And she goes, I'm going to say something. And I think that we need to like dig in a little. And I said, okay. And she was like, I think you need to be more angry at your dad. And I think no one's allowed you to probably be. And I was sure. like, well, then I started crying. And she goes, those tears are how I know we're getting somewhere. Yep. And she got a notepad. Uh huh. So I know that really took us for a dark detour, but and shows like that and people like that, I don't trust anyone, and no one's getting my body. Yeah. So I saw a because uh, you know I always watch those inspirational videos like Jay Shetty and all of them, and um, there was one that was saying it wasn't Jay's, but it was the problem with a lot of therapy is therapists won't go to childhood trauma. And they just kind of keep it very surface where every, most every issue, which was why you're acting a certain way to your spouse or why you did X, Y, and Z, it always goes back to a childhood trauma. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, your trust with men. I just have never seen a man's actions and words match. That, and that means something for sure. And never saw that growing up. Mm -hmm. It was always do as I say, not as I do. And that is, by the way, she identified as a pretty shitty parenting motto, <laughs> which I also enjoyed the validation of that. But like, I, she was like, well, of course. And so that, so then I was gifted a son to raise, which is not lost on me at all to teach me about how boyhood and manhood can look stewarded well and with a different kind of care. And my dad also had his own trauma. Mm-hmm. So he, of course, you know, it, and, and came from a, I'm not making excuses by any means, but came from a generation where they didn't do the deep dive like we oh, all sure. do. Oh, same. Yeah. So I told her, I was like, I believe in Jesus and God that loves me. And I have a son that I have to raise. Mm-hmm. So somewhere between all of that, her and I are going to start the untangling. Sorry. Well, I was going to ask a question back to kind of what you were asking, though. Can you not sleep with all these people or want to sleep with all these people for healthy reasons. Like not you in general, Mm -hmm. but like is let's say there's not a childhood trauma there and you just don't want to sleep with four or five different or however many men. (laughs) Oh, I'm not (laughs) saying that he's got childhood trauma. That's not, that's not, that's, that's not why he's sleeping with them. You're saying he does or doesn't? I'm not saying I'm not equating his sex to non-childhood trauma. Okay. But I'm (laughs) saying, I'm saying if you didn't have the childhood trauma, mm-hmm. do you think oh. that you would? Oh, would that okay. be a to, different to story for you, oh. or is it only because I you had this childhood trauma? I mean, I had a little slut phase in college. I think we all did, but maybe for not. Sure. Catherine's no, looking no, at me no, like, no, no, I definitely didn't. No, okay, didn't. all right, I'm all alone. I did. It on just an island. Up a very- it's fine. <laughs> no, um, it just brought up a. a you're a, with a, me, honey, and you ain't ever going to be on an island. Okay. I'm not in the business of throwing you under the bus anymore. So I'm just going to. It's just more island alone if I have to be, and that's fine. Um, And it's not a judgmental question. I'm just curious if, like, that's like a trauma response. I think it's a trauma response both ways. I mean, mine is, so I don't know if I could even see it any other way because I just don't. I go to severe independence. There's an intimacy disconnect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I default to severe independence. Right. Yeah. This is an interesting yeah, topic. Know, we need to, um, I know, yeah, it really let us down a dark. Path, we need to, sorry. we need <laughs> no, to reopen fault. that up, maybe with a therapist and another one. I'm yeah. very like interested in that. Yeah, it's good because a good, it's a good question, Cap. We're gonna take a break and then we're gonna get Jennifer Nettles on the yeah. podcast. Oh, I like her. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. 
So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. Hi, girl. Hi. Look Hi, how beautiful friend. you are. I know I shouldn't lead with that, but my word. Takes one to know one. Oh, Jennifer. Hey, girl, it's been a minute since I've seen you out in this world. <laughs> how are you? Yeah, in this in this wild, brave world, mm. right? Yeah, it's uh, it's something. It's something else. I'm good. I'm well. I'm, you know, like everybody else, like busy, crazy, tired, inspired, uh, terrified. <laughs> <laughs> all of it at one time right and sometimes terrified slides to the top of the list and that's okay <laughs> current mood that's right those, those are interchangeable they <laughs> move right. around in that list well i think it's yeah. interesting too like when you say things like that because i think you know i was having a um i was sit down with my therapist and i was just telling her like oh, i'm just i'm i feel stuck and frustrated and i think when people see you know jennifer nettles or someone that's in the spotlight you have it all figured out. You're fine. You've got money. You're great. You're good. Like you don't have, like, you're not stuck. You don't feel those things. And it's like, it's a, we all, we all go through that. And it's, it's nice to hear, you know, not just like, oh yeah, everything's great. <laughs> you know, cause yeah. it's not sometimes, yeah. you know, it's hard. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes it's super lifey, you know? Um, and that's okay too. We, we go through all of these seasons. We go through all of these times. We, you know, it, it it's, it's a big life and it's full. Right. It's very full. What do you think's been the um the thing that We just got deep. I know. Like, we just I know. went deep. I guess is welcome to my well, yes, exactly. <laughs> welcome welcome to the show. This is a this is this is where we go. Um we'll get light. We'll get into farmers, but I, I do want to know uh you know like when you kind of get in that space since we did go there and now I'm curious. Like how do you because again things are you you live a still public life, you know, on, on things like how do you kind of reframe your mindset to, to, you know, maybe is it, is it reframing it to gratefulness or do you just sit with it? Do you have like, do you go to therapy? Like, what do you do when you're, when you're in that, when it's tough? All of the above, all of the above. Thank God for my therapist who I've been with now for probably over 20 years, you know, thank God for her. Um, I find that super helpful. I think, um, you know, I, I often use what I say is gratitude as a shield, you know, in that way, just like out in front of me, because there is much to be grateful for. There's that old adage that, that says, like, you know, if we all put our problems out on the table yep. with each other, we'd probably grab and reach for our own ones mm-hmm. back. Yep. OK. Um, in terms of if we had to have anyone else's. Right. So uh, all that being said, yeah, gratitude is is a big protector in that way. And then in speaking of protection and in talking about, you know, being in the public eye and I have definitely learned over the years, you know, to be super selective and super protective 
um, I, I definitely, I want my art to be seen. I want my art to be known. I want my work to be celebrated. Um, but I also want to be able to have like anyone else a safe place to come to at the end of the day. And that has become kind of a rarity in our culture too. We slid into oh. this, like must know everything behind the scenes. Like I kind of miss the old school glam Hollywood obsession that I used to have. Yeah. 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 We miss, we've lost the mystery. And I, I, yeah, for myself, I mean, it's protective to maintain that, but like you, I I miss it too. You know, I used to love to be able to just go on a deep dive in a, in a very, I mean, actually it was a shallow dive considering, but like you find an article about your favorite artist, your favorite actress, your favorite you know, musician, whatever it may be in your magazine. And you're looking at that and that's, that's what you get. You get an interview, you know what I'm saying? And it's very curated and it's very specific and you can trust it. Mm-hmm. Okay. There isn't, you know, a ton of other voices out there trying to put words into people's mouths or trying to at the, I mean, and nowadays, as we know where social media is concerned, you know, when there is conflict equals engagement, and mm-hmm. so they they try to foster that conflict wherever they can, you know, and they try to keep people polarized and they try to make everything as scandalous as possible. And everyone is outraged. And it's just like, bitch, I am tired. OK, <laughs> like. Uh, <laughs> can we make I, that I, a T-shirt? Because I, bitch, I, I, bitch, I am bitch, tired. tired. <laughs> bitch, I am tired. <laughs> But they feel like they have a they 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 get an invitation, you know. Oh, for sure they do now. And and listen, it, the machine perpetuates itself, ladies. Mm-hmm. It does in the sense that there are people who see the attention that they get, and so they are constantly, you know, like right here with everything, constantly on themselves for everything, for ev- anything and everything. And for some people, that's great. They enjoy, you know, fostering a sense of community that way. Um, but really it's, it's gone. I I think the narrative has been lost in a lot of ways in terms of what the, the pros and what the, the positives are of that kind of sharing and that kind of access. Nobody deserves that kind of access. I don't want to see you on your Peloton bike with, (laughs) I, 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 maybe I should like, (laughs) maybe I should watch my mouth right now, (laughs) (laughs) but you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see it. Like, I, like if you if you do something, you're here. You're offering right now something to the world that people need, but they don't need to see on your Peloton bike. They don't need that. Mm-hmm. You know, they need what you're doing right now. They need your music. They need your talking. They need your ideas. They need you know. And not to say that you can't be inspired and inspiring. Like, look at me. I'm I'm out here trying to do this, even though it's hard, and you can do it too. Like, there are ways to spin it. No pun intended. But <laughs> you know. we don't need all of it. We don't need all of it. It's so distracting. It's so distracting. It's very noisy. Well, I I think it's like one thing doesn't work for everybody, right? Like, because for as many unfollows as I get, I get follows. Like some things people just don't like. And, you know, I don't love, you know, I've I've tried to find a balance of not oversharing, but still being authentic and still sharing, you know, so it's, it's a, it's Mm -hmm. a really fine balance. And it's, it's, it's honestly something I've struggled with, like trying to find the balance of it. Uh, yeah. And I think with the balance, like, you know, comes the other, the outside noises. And I'm curious, like where, where you go when, you know, cause you've, you've had areas in your career where people might've said hateful things or like, why would you break up or this, that, or the other, you know, with, with mm-hmm. things that you've gone through. And it's like, how do you just go? No, like not, not receiving that. Sometimes, obviously, we have to unplug, mm-hmm. um, but we also have to offer ourselves a perspective. This is why I think actual close community, you know, from from an evolutionary perspective where, where sociology is concerned, as human beings, we're really not supposed to have anything bigger than like a community of 150 people mm. around us. Those are the close-knit ones. But, you know, it starts with our family. Um, which brings with it its own stuff, but it starts with our family and, and it continues in those concentric circles, you know, within, within a certain community size. So it's overwhelming to have all of these people able to, being able to offer their opinions, not only a like or a dislike, but like actual words, context and words, mm-hmm. you know, for what they feel. Um, it's, 
it's overwhelming. All that's overwhelming. So I think unplugging is important. And then keeping that close knit group, your real friends, like your, your ladies here, you know, who are your, your tribe, you know what I'm saying? And coming back to that and talking to people in, in real time and going to dinner, you know, and, and taking time to look deeply into the eyes of your beloved and like to really put your phone down when you're with your children and, you know, all of those things. It's, it's just such a distraction. And then not to mention, how much your feelings can be hurt. I mean, let's just say it like we're human beings and someone can make a comment. One little comment. You could have 5 billion positive comments and one person says that one thing on the comment and your day is ruined. Nobody should have that power. You do not live rent free in here. You know what I'm saying? Like you should not have that power. Well, and that's something too. I was, um, I was talking to Catherine about KB. I never told you this, but I wanted to do a show (laughs) where you basically you'd confront your online bullies because what whoever whatever they're like they're mm-hmm. going through something too. So it's almost like you can end up having in a way empathy for the bully as well because like they're dealing with something and you can kind of sit with the person and go okay like this hurt me and like what's hurting you to basically say these things you know and so I thought it was kind of cool but yeah, yeah. no one else I did. love that <laughs> you know it's kind of like that. remember I love it too like who was it that did I think it was on Fallon where he did this whole series when he was like, read, they would have celebrities reading their nasty Twitter <laughs> oh, comments. Yeah, yeah. Which, and I've had to, I got off Twitter. I was just like, I haven't, I haven't been active on it in years. And then when everything has just gotten so crazy with it, I was like, God, I don't have time. I can't do every single Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. I can't, I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but all that is to say, like he would have them read those nasty comments. And when you hear it, it's, it's shocking. You can't believe that absolute strangers would be so bold. Yeah. yeah it's unbelievable. And so unfounded. That's what really gets, like, you know nothing. You don't know me. You don't know my heart. You don't even know my birthday. Get out of here. What do you have to say? <laughs> get out. Even get out. Jennifer, are you, are you, um, what's your, like, background with, um, like, are you, are you religious at all? Like, are you, or where do you fall with that? I joke and call myself a recovering Baptist. I grew up um, in the the Southern Baptist Church. Uh, we went to church three times a, a week. Okay, Wednesday and twice on Sunday. Oh wow! Um, yes, ma'am, and, and amen. Yes, ma'am, and amen. I mean, I, I there's a part of that I'm so grateful for it because it definitely gave me such a background of faith. I do think a, a spiritual life, but. Um, I, you know, for since that time, I have definitely expanded and I practice yoga and I practice some elements of Buddhism and I, and I bring, and I, you know, I'll even harken back to, I love the womanly arts and, and what we would call the craft and, and ancient, ancient religions, nature religions, all of those I, I can pull from at a different time. And, and I, I'm like, listen, whatever will help. I don't care. What do you want to do? Conjure something, kill a chicken, throw the bones, let's go. <laughs> if something... <laughs> If something is going to bring me good vibes, bring me good energy, bring me to that place of center and remind me of that, that space and that worthiness, um, then yeah, I'm, I'm into it. And you are obviously into farmer wants a wife. So, I mean, when, when you got that call, were were you just kind of like, what, what were your like initial, like what? Um, My initial response was no, thank you. Um, Because I'm not really into the the whole dating reality dating genre i've never watched it it always just seemed just too forced and a lot of wanting that that scandal and wanting you know people to be crying at the end of some elimination ceremony everything sounded so just dramatic so i've never watched those and i've never been into them so at first i was like no and then when i heard more about it and the success that it has had this really turned me on to it because obviously it's had success as a show but the success it's had in relationships, this this show has been around for 13 years. It's been in 32 different countries and it has had as a result over 180 marriages and over 410 Aww. children. Oh, oh, wow. I love that. Are the people and a lot of those yeah. marriages still marriages? To my understanding, you know, I mean, That's if there's great. 410 children, they wait, they at least made it long enough to, <laughs> yeah. to, to go that far. Aww. So, I, yeah. And so I just felt like, oh, there's something there's something authentic about this. Mm-hmm. And so I watched um, one of the Australian episodes and thought, oh, no, this has heart. This isn't 
this isn't about the scandal or the drama. This is about real connection and real people. And, and sure, they're doing it in what I call the hyper reality mm-hmm. of of cameras. But they and then having done the show now, it, it, it is definitely true. You know, you root for these guys. I rooted for them and for these women and wanting them to to find love. It's also bringing light to something I think is like wildly important and overlooked so often, which is like the farmers of mm. our world. I mean, we we yeah. forget. I was raised in a tiny town and I was an FHA girl and I had FFA yeah, friends. I'm yes, girl. Okay, but none of these guys. These are, have you looked at the men? Well, these are not the not farmers. Your, these are these not your typical farmers. So I want to like, come on. These are not the guys that did drive your tractor to school day when I was in high school, <laughs> yeah. if I'm honest, but... I don't know about that. I bet if you if you if you looked back at some of the, I mean, I, obviously a lot of whenever we're in school and they're older and the, if the farmers are older, that's its own. But these guys are young, you know. They're all in their thirties, and they are real life farmers. They're you know they have cattle, they have horses, and this is their life and their lifestyle. But we have to think, you know, there there are people out there who have to continue this tradition. They don't all look like our grandparents. They can't. True, right, or, yeah. How are we going to eat? Right, <laughs> you know? true. And many. And many of these guys are actually, you know, second, third generation. Oh, that's cute. Well, it's mm-hmm. I, I'm excited to watch it. It's on Fox. Farmer wants a wife. It premiered um, last week, and uh, so I'm, I'm definitely I'm, and I love you. I've always loved you. I think I love how you've used your voice in a way, um, you know, for women in country music. And I I love that you um, you didn't put yourself in a box. Like you, you're acting. You're you know, you're hosting, you're, you know, doing the, the collab album. And it's just, I, I just, there, you, um, you've, you've been very inspiring for, for me to watch and just to see how Thank you've God. always hold yourself with such grace and presence. And it's just, I, I appreciate that. Like, I'm. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I'm seeing a lot of that here right now too. Uh, you know, not only the grace and presence, but also of you all, but also, you know, the expansion into new things, the, the, the honoring, you know, your inspirations and trying new things and not staying in a box. I appreciate that. Love that. So what's next for you, Jennifer? Like you've done, like you do so much, like what's next? You know, I can't, speaking of, you know, what Jenna said, I, I I can't stay in a box. And so I'm constantly, you know, I'm a Virgo. So, so part of what that is, is like, we see things with new eyes. We love new things. We constantly approach things like, you know, it's the first time. So that's sort of my lens on the world. And so I love expanding into newness and, and pushing myself in that way. So I've, uh, we just announced last week, um, I'm a part of the new Exorcist movie that's Ooh. coming out. I have a key role in that. Uh-huh. I love you, but I hate scary movies. What do I'll I do? Watch it. <laughs> we watch Me it too. No, during the day. I can't watch them either. Yeah, watch it during the day, and you can. And now you know you can hit if, you, if it gets too intense. You can hit. I'll let you. But actually, you should go see it yeah. in the theaters. I'm gonna like. There cast. you go. You watch it I'll for watch them, it for and them then you, tell them. Yeah, you let them let them know if they can handle it. Okay. Um. Yeah, but uh, so I'm super excited about that. You know, I, I love I love all sorts of storytelling, and so my acting is just another piece of that. And I've been working on a musical for a number of years now that it takes a long time to to get these things right and but the momentum for that is really picking up so i hope um to be able to announce more about that and it's definitely my obsession when i'm not you know doing something else i'm wanting to be creating on that that's awesome jennifer we need to do a movie together like we gotta we gotta figure something out that would be really let's it would be so, It'd be so good. Can it be I a know. romantic comedy? Because I want to come to set, but I'm scared of everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Rom-com, not horror. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah. Please. Well, Jennifer, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. And thank you for just being open to thank just talk you. about, you know, the, the highs and the lows. Yeah, this has been my favorite of the day, I have to say. Aww. It just felt like a homecoming, you know? Like, oh, yeah, they, <laughs> these are my people. Hi. Right. <laughs> we hug aggressively when we're yeah. in person, so you're lucky you're in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. All right, girl. All right. Thanks. See you, you later. Thank, Bye, you. thank you, lady. Bye. Bye. More soon. Bye-bye. She's such a beautiful I human. I love her. I know. You such guys, a- like, I used to rock out to Sugarland. Okay, like, I the didn't baby girl it. was like. We're like trying to be all cool, but we're all like fans. I remember the concert when she <sighs> came out and she wore this incredible, like, this is how I knew she would always be an actress because the way her mm. stage presence was uh-huh. when she was on stage, I was just like, oh, this mm. is not for babies. Like, mm. she 
She's a star. Owns it. Why She's a star. don't you stay? Yeah, I'm going to so let you do the same. Oh, so oh, sweet. Love. Love her so yeah. much. Genuine. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed the point of like, I just have to touch on this real quick, but I enjoyed the like, our circles shouldn't be as big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's such a good point. Oh, you guys. And bitch, I'm tired. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, I'm tired and circles shouldn't pull. be big. Yeah. But it's interesting Space. about the circles because even when your circles are small, you might have a mole. Oh, oh. Mm, anything else you want to share, Kramer? Nope, not yet. No, I don't trust anyone, according to Amy. So apparently, there's moles <laughs> in my circle too. <laughs> be the same the circle. Old, <laughs> We're finding out. You. Don't worry. We gotta. I trust you. Do you trust me? Are we the moles? We'll see. Are we each other? We'll see. Are I gotta. We, we got a PI. We're getting hired there, girlfriend. So we'll I see. I was like, wouldn't that be interesting if our therapist <laughs> is like, hmm. <laughs> That might be each other's mole. These two monkeys. <laughs> but these two monkeys in a room together. <laughs> if our next appointment's a joint appointment, we've gotten oh, to the bottom of this quickly. God. And it's been a pleasure all the time I've spent on wind down. Okay. <laughs> I wish it was that easy. I'm too protective of you to be a mole. Oh, That's the I, would, I feel like never. We oh, I am so pro- like I run tight PR for people are like, how's Jana? I was like, she's great. Like I am. <laughs> she's great. There will never, there will never be a time where they know where I'm going or who I'm going to dinner with. I just, uh. nope. Nothing. We'll see, KB. Oh, oh. I already know. I already know. I love it's you. Detroit strong. <laughs> um, all right. Hey, guys. Yeah. We'll see you in. Okay, so we got oh. DC Wednesday, and we've got Philly on Thursday. See mm-hmm. you there. So Yay. Bye. One, two, three. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I wonder how much early. they hate that. <laughs> Bye, guys. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because it's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacovas store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 